It's college football rivalry weekend. Friday night, Florida takes on number 16, Florida State. And Saturday night, number 6, USC hosts number 15, Notre Dame. Both games begin at 7.30 Eastern on ABC and the ESPN app. Meanwhile, on planet Earth, uh, Chargers coach Brandon Staley, apparently not a big turkey guy, but uh, according to our Lindsay Theory here, says his favorite Thanksgiving dish is breaded cauliflower and green bean casserole. I can't play for a man like that. <laughs> what, that's, what the heck? I mean, that's worse than all the fourth down stuff, right? What, like, you got like, a tofu turkey? Like, that's not, that's, that's, the, that's the equivalent of punting on fourth down from, from the opponent's 35. D. Wood, thoughts? Breaded cauliflower. Yeah, and he, he, I, I could. Yeah, I could. I couldn't play. I couldn't play. Uh, I couldn't play for him. No. Right. No. So we have. We have fire. Don't even have no taste. We have this as a, a fireable offense, unfortunately, for Brandon Staley. Yeah, so he's he lost a lot. It seemed like he better make the playoffs, uh, or else he's in trouble uh, from a food standpoint. Welcome back to Get Up, coming to you live from the Seaport. Brought to you by Patron. Perfection starts with Patron, and as we turn to the nine o'clock hour here, we are getting up with a football feast. The main course features two NFC East heavyweights. Can the Giants upset the Cowboys? Plus, Green Bay's broken season, the result of Aaron Rodgers' broken thumb. We will talk about Rodgers' revelation that could change things for the pack. And what about Zach Wilson got benched? Will he ever start another game for the Jets? We got a lot to talk about in this hour. We're going to get it started with our Thanksgiving Day bold predictions. First game of the day, Bills Lions. Nico, what do you got? How about Jared Goff outperforming Josh Allen? That's right. Jared Goff's been playing pretty good. They've won three straight. Uh, he's looking good. He's got a 92 overall quarterback rating this year, 15 touchdowns. Why not? It might happen. It's Thanksgiving. Let's give thanks. Will it happen? Probably not, but that's my bold prediction. Hey, you never know. Bart Scott, what do you got for Patriots Vikings bold prediction? Well, last week my boy Kirk Cousins got his chain snatched by Debo, but people forgot. Yo, Red eventually got that chain back. I think Kirk Cousins has a bounce back game and proves that he's not solar powered. He can play at nighttime. We will see at the end of the day. But before that, we got Giants Cowboys. D Wood, what is your bold prediction for this one? Yeah, how about them G-men rushing for over 200 yards against the Cowboys? God, that Cowboys defense, they kind of suspect against the run. They've given up over 200 uh, two of the last three games. So, let's see what Saquon and my boy Daniel Jones can do on that ground. Yeah, we'll see. The offensive line is beat up. Don't have a lot at receiver right now. Giants are probably going to have to run the ball if they want to have any shot here. But you're right, a couple weeks ago against Green Bay, uh, they, they were able to run the ball uh, on the Cowboys, so maybe there's something there uh, for the Giants. What do, you th- what do you think? You think the Giants have a shot? <sighs> man, this is tough, man. They're going to have to, you know, ugly it up. They're going to have to Tennessee tighten this thing. They're going to have to muck it up. They're going to have to limit the possessions. They're going to have to keep Dak Prescott on the bench. That's a lot, right? And can Wink Martindale come up with some type of game plan to nullify the, uh, the you know, emergence of Tony Pollard? That's a lot of ifs, and if for the fifth, we all be drunk. So, I think, nah, I don't think no shot. All right, so, Nico, the Cowboys are coming off a dominant performance, a 40-3 to victory over the Vikings. We talk about the Cowboys a lot. Are they contenders? Can they win the Super Bowl? Are you buying in? What do you need to see today from the Dallas Cowboys to convince you that they are for real as a Super Bowl contender? I need to see consistency. I need to see a repeat of a great game plan. And last week they had a great game plan. Their defense stopped the run, which is where they were struggling. The, the offense had balance. 
Tony Pollard went off. Dak was literally looking like the guy that we all expected him to look like when he signed that massive contract. So it's the consistency. And from Thanksgiving on, you have to play great fundamental football in all three phases. So that's playing great defense in the running game on first down. They did that last week against the Vikings. They stopped the run. And if you can do that, if this team can be beefy on defense in the running game and then pin their ears back because we know they lead the NFL in sacks. They love to get after the quarterback and offensively Dak can be consistent and they have balance and you you still have a two-headed monster in the backfield with Pollard and Zeke coming back from injury. They can be a scary football team, but it, it starts today with consistency. I need to see it and then I'll buy in. D. Wood, how about you? How scary can the Cowboys be in your mind? Oh, they could be scary. They, you know, I think the Cowboys can be the best team in the NFC. I think as long as Kellen Moore, offensive coordinator, understand where their bread is buttered on the offensive side of the football. Everything starts with their line in the running game. Okay, when Zeke and Tony Pollard got to get it going, everybody else just feasts off of that. Dak Prescott is better. Everybody's better when the, when the offense runs through the running game of the Dallas Cowboys. So, Kellen Moore, he, I think Kellen Moore has been doing a really good job of his play calling this season. Continue to feature the boys up front in the running game. If they do that, this Dallas Cowboys team probably might be the best team in the NFC. I eventually want to see this Cowboys team play in bad conditions because, I mean, they play in the dome and they seem to struggle when they go out and have to play in the elements. You're going to have to pack your run game and your defense and your rush, your rush defense on the road somewhere, whether you got to go to Philadelphia or you have to, you know, eventually maybe go and see those San Francisco 49ers. I just don't know if they got that nasty in them and those bad elements. Not every game's going to be in a pressurized dome underneath good conditions. Well, it's interesting because today's is. But, I mean, like you talk about the run game and the defense. They've been running it and playing defense well, stop, all year, well, right? Well, stop the run. Now, I want to see oh. can you bring that run game when you got there and, and the field turf. It ain't field turf. It's out there and it's grass and it's muddy or it's cold. I want to see how that team travels that way because it seems like all their big performances are in great environments. We know in the playoffs that's not great environments. You go and play in tough places with wind, cold weather, you know, not great you know, services. I want to see if they can get nasty and get down and dirty and grind out there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Maybe that's some incentive for them to chase down the Eagles for that one seed, get those home games uh, in the playoffs. We'll see how that goes. Obviously, need to win today to get on that track. Want to go to the other New York team now, the New York Jets, who have benched starting quarterback Zach Wilson in favor of Mike White. Wilson uh, admitted yesterday that he botched his post-game press conference Sunday when he refused to take accountability for his poor performance against the Patriots. Yesterday, Wilson talked to his teammates, and then he talked to reporters, and here's what he said to them. It was the only thing I could think of, you know, the last couple days. I just I wanted the opportunity to talk to those guys and um, really make it from the heart. Were you surprised? You know what? I wouldn't say necessarily surprised because I haven't been doing my job, and, you know, of course, I would like to not agree with the decision and everything, but it comes down to i got to play better. Zach's career here is not over. I know that's going to be the narrative. I know that what, that's what everybody wants to, wants to shout out, and that's not even close to the case. The intent, the full intent, is to make sure Zach gets, uh, gets back on the football field at some point this year. Um, when that is, I'll make that decision. I'm going to take it day to day. I think that was the second pick in the draft mm-hmm. a year and a half ago. Like, is, you, you agree with what the coach is saying there, that he's not done as a Jet? 
Well, listen, that's that's to be determined. That's that's on on Zach Wilson if he can mature, if he can you know develop as a NFL quarterback. Because right now he's holding this team back. This team has a championship defense, and even with all the injuries that they have, they're very competitive, and they're a team that's not going to be easy out if they get in the postseason if they get good play from the quarterback position. And so, like, I think, you know, this is right on par with everything that they've done, whether it was Elijah Moore, whether it's Denzel Mims. They've held all their players accountable. I think Solid pretty much won over his locker room because they see nobody's above reproach. D. Wood, you agree? Was this the right move for Salah? Yeah, I think it was. I think because you got to look at the 52 guys, you know, in that locker room. And like Bart said, this is a championship-level defense. And so when you got the quarterback who's clearly struggling, you know, uh, you know, at the quarterback position, you can't just trot him out there and just say, oh, you know, you know, a guy who's, you know, the, statistically the worst quarterback in the National Football League gives you the best chance to win football games. So I think Robert Sala ha- handled that exactly the way he should. And oh, by the way, I, Zach Wilson is not done. I think he's going to have an opportunity yeah. to redeem himself, and a lot of that's going to be dependent on him. But I think for right now. I think this is the move that has to be made to, to, uh, to the other 52 guys in the locker room. Yeah, fascinating situation, right, Nico? Because they're right in the thick of the playoff race. They're also trying to develop a young quarterback who clearly needs uh, some development. So if you're in that locker room right now, I know you're focused on just winning the games, but what would Zach Wilson have to do if you're his teammate to get back in your good graces? Well, look, we're not in the locker room. We're not behind these closed doors. So we don't know exactly what was said to the team. I'm not going to keep piling on this kid. I know he's a young player. It's his second year, but you just have to follow the money. He's the second overall pick. He's going to have another opportunity. But as far as the interview, we've all been there after a game. You're, you're, you're a little bit upset. You don't really think about the answer when the question um, is presented to you and he responded to it and then everyone just jumped on top of him. Yes, it was immature. Yes, he needs to grow up. Yes, he needs to do better in that situation, but he is young. He's going to learn from this, and he's going to have another opportunity to be the starting quarterback for the New York Jets. Now, if you're a teammate, you just you just have to see him continue to work and not kind of go into a shell. He needs to go out there every single day. He's got to go into practice, have a good attitude, and he's going to have another opportunity. They're not going to close the door on him. So you don't, as a teammate, just completely – turn your back on the kid he's still 22 23 years old he's got a long way to go yeah this wasn't about just and I don't want people to think this was just about the last interview this was brewing for since the first Patriots game when he responded to reporters and then it escalated when they beat the Bills going into the bye so this was just a combination of just bad decision making and when you're a quarterback of a team you're basically their CEO you speak for the organization. He has to learn how to do a better job. It's not hard to say I didn't play well and put it on himself. And, you know, he's going to have to learn from that. And if he gets an opportunity, like this league is all about, you know, guys stepping up when they get their opportunity. I got my opportunity because Ray Lewis got hurt, right? Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all times, got his opportunity because, you know, uh, Drew Bledsoe got hurt. So if Mike White's able to step up and say, listen, look how much better this team looks. You got to do what's best for the team. So his, his, his future is really up in the air. And, you know, he has to really make some, some, some massive changes and, have, and mature a whole lot to be able to be a leader of grown men. On that topic, D. Wood, you told a story last hour that uh, you could relate a little bit to Zach Wilson's situation, right? Yeah, I mean, listen, my last year in Detroit, I got benched. You know, I was benched for six games. 
You know, I always say, like, when you go through tough times, you got opportunity, you know, to go one or two ways. Either you can sink or you can swim. And, uh, you know, I chose a ladder, you know, worked my tail off, uh, you know, going against, actually going against starting defense for the Detroit Lions. Eventually worked my way back into the lineup and everything turned out, you know, as far as the rest of my career, it turned out great. So I think this is a unique opportunity for Zach Wilson to, to really uh, show those guys, not only himself, but the other guys uh, in that organization what he's about. So we'll see what the short-term future holds for the Jets' playoff hopes and what the long-term future holds for Zach Wilson's career. Lots going on uh, in Florham Park. We come back. There's been a lot going on in Green Bay, a lot that feels broken, including Aaron Rodgers' thumb. We will talk about its impact on his future with the Packers. Plus, is Jimmy G not getting enough respect? Wait until you hear what one of his teammates had to say about that. Is this the year the 49ers quarterback takes his team to the Super Bowl and wins it? Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has 6 grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you're on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is, not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein, providing all all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit WonderfulPistachios.com to learn more. We are back on Get Up. Three big NFL games today. Let's play a game of more or less. Ninko, more or less. 75 rushing yards for Ezekiel Elliott. What do you think? I'm going to go less in this particular instance because let's not forget about Pollard now. Tony Pollard seems to have overtaken that role of the go-to guy. I know Zeke is a very good running back. He's coming back from a knee injury. They might want to platoon a little bit more and keep Pollard on the field. I'm going less. We will see. Bart Scott, the number is 315. Combined passing and rushing yards for Josh Allen. You got more or less? Come on, man. The Lions defense is like Burger King. You get it your way. Listen, Josh Allen's going to do whatever the hell he want to do. Now, if the you know Lions offense shows up, it could be an entertaining game, but it's only going to embolden and empower, you know, um, you know, Ken Dorsey to just air it out even more. So, you know, absolutely more. A lot of yards for Josh Allen expected in Detroit. D. Wood, 
One and a half touchdown passes for Mac Jones tonight against the Vikings. You got more or less? I'm going less, man. I, I'm going less. The, the, the Patriots offensive line is still a mess. They, they're not able to protect Mac Jones. And I think this offense operates best through his running game. I think Ramondre Stevenson, that's going to be the ticket for this Patriots offense moving forward. Yes, the Patriots definitely want to run the ball, and they sure do love Ramondre Stevenson. You know who threw a lot of touchdown passes this past week was Jimmy Garoppolo, who had four on Monday night in Mexico City in the 49ers' dominant victory over the Cardinals. The Niners all of a sudden are 6-4 and four and in first place in the NFC West. Still, Jimmy G has plenty of doubters, and the lack of respect he gets surprises some of his teammates. This is according to NBC Sports Bay Area. Left tackle Trent Williams says of Jimmy G, he's a baller, man. I don't know why that's ever even been in question. Every time you see the man, all he does is win. Just hate to see him get slighted all the time because I feel like he is such a good talent, such a good quarterback. He's the main reason why we are playing so well. Before we discuss this, I would like to point out that the 49ers tried to replace and trade Jimmy Garoppolo. So yeah. it's not like this external disrespect, right? <laughs> like the organization decided they wanted to move on from him and didn't because no one wanted to trade for him. And then he took a huge pay cut. And that's neither here nor there. Trey Lance gets hurt. Jimmy G is now playing, and he's playing very, very well. The question is, do you trust him if they make it into the playoffs? That, that's, the, that's the issue. D. Wood, do you trust Jimmy G in the playoffs? Oh. I trust the guys around that's, Jimmy G. Like a no. That's what yeah. I trust. Come on, I, son. <laughs> I trust the playmakers around Jimmy G. Like, like Jimmy G, listen, I know all Jimmy G does is win, and I'll get all that. By the way, wins and losses are not a quarterback stat, okay? But moving forward, like, Jimmy G is like watching him is like being on a, a roller coaster. One minute you're, you're at this ultimate high, and then next thing you know, you're, you're in the valley low. So, he, like, you just don't know what you're going to get sometimes with Jimmy G. So, I trust the players around him. I don't necessarily trust Jimmy G himself. Right. That, he, we're going to go with no. We're going to mark you down for a no. Bart? He's 4 and 2 in the playoffs. Yeah. 36 and 17. And this is not just, you know, in, when, since he's been in San Francisco. When he was in New England, all he did was win. Listen, I don't know how you guys can have so much faith in other quarterbacks when you haven't seen it. I've seen Jimmy G take a team to the Super Bowl. And if Emmanuel Sanders was a half an inch taller, they win the Super Bowl. And we're not talking about Mahomes as a Super Bowl champion. He's a guy that plays at a high level. Now, is he like an elite quarterback? No. But you can do a lot worse than Jimmy G. That's this team rallies around him. And it's about the effect of how your players and teammates uh, respond to you. And they play hard for Jimmy G. And Jimmy G is in the right situation, in the right place. I think Jimmy G and the San Francisco 49ers should be the favorite and not even close in the NFC. That, that's a fresh take, by the way, like putting the loss in the Super Bowl <laughs> on the failure of Emmanuel Sanders to grow more. I, I hadn't heard that one before. Uh, Nico, <laughs> you did Pilates. You, you're a former teammate of Jimmy Garoppolo's. Do you trust him uh, if they get to the playoffs? I do trust him. And, and I'll tell you one thing. When you're in a locker room and you, you kind of get a feel for each individual guy and the players inside the locker room, and Jimmy G is one of the best locker room guys, and I guarantee – the, the 49ers, if you were to go around and, and you said, hey, Jimmy G, what kind of teammate is he? They'd say, one of the best, the best I've ever had. 
And when you have a quarterback like that, he's the glue. He holds this thing together. When you have your offensive linemen and, and everyone else talking the praises that they are of Jimmy G, it just goes to show you how good of a teammate he is. And his winning percentage speaks for itself. He is a winning quarterback. He's had some injury issues. We know that. He said he's had off-season shoulder injury. That's what affected his trade status, or he would have been traded if he didn't have off-season shoulder surgery. So mm-hmm. Jimmy G's a winner, and I trust him. Now let's see if they can get it done. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I think of that playoff run, and I remember them running it a lot and trying to minimize wow. Jimmy as, as much as possible. But look, all right, let, let, let's, let's take it a step further, right? I want to look at the current odds to win the NFC. And the top three teams you see here, Philadelphia, San Francisco, and Dallas. So let's, let's play a game where these are in the playoffs, and these are the three teams that have the best chance. Of those three teams, Rob Ninkovich, mm. whose quarterback do you trust the most? Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott, Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm going with Jimmy Garoppolo because we've seen him in the playoffs. We've seen him in big moments, and he's been there. He's actually played in a playoff game. These other guys, we don't know what we're going to expect from Jalen Hurts in the playoffs. We don't know how Dak's going to look when the game's on the line against the Philadelphia Eagles in Philly or the 49ers if they have to play the 49ers. So I'm going with consistency. I'm going with winning percentage. He's 4-2 in the playoffs. I'll take Jimmy G. They went and they get McCaffrey to help Jimmy G. And he's literally came there. That McCaffrey has come and been the savior, the go-to guy. It's going to help Jimmy G in the playoffs. Yeah, how do we give all the credit to all the other quarterbacks? Jalen Hurts, like he don't got an all-star team too. This dude got A.J. Brown. This dude got an all-star team, right? So now we, we want to hold that against Jimmy G because he has weapons. Listen, just because you have weapons don't mean that you can inspire. Don't mean you can distribute. You know, Jimmy G, we've seen this. We're projecting when we're talking about Dak Prescott. Like, we're, we're wishing to start. Oh, who beat Dak Prescott last year? Oh, that would be the San Francisco 49ers. So, I've seen it. And this is a team that can – listen, they are the most physical team in the NFC. And don't nobody want to see those bullies in the playoffs, especially when you go to San Francisco, yes, where it's cold and windy. You can't tell – Damien – what? Woody, back me up here. No. You cannot tell me you watched last year's 49ers playoff games and didn't spend the whole time <laughs> thinking Jimmy D was about to blow it, right? I mean, am I, am I wrong here? Am I Did crazy? He? Did he? he? Yeah, eventually. Beat A.A. Ron. You're absolutely right, Grobs. Like, anyone watching the 49ers last year, they were, like, calling games trying to hide Jimmy G. Like, literally. Like, that's what they were That's what they were doing last year. They were playing – Phenomenal defense. The play calling was hiding the quarterback. They were and they were they they were winning. There's no question about that. Listen, I trust Kyle Shanahan in that oh. in that scenario. Okay, okay we talking about uh, Jimmy G, Dak, Pre- Dak Prescott, Jimmy G. Give me Dak Prescott, please. Yeah. yeah, good luck with that. They, uh, they're probably going to see each other, and I, see, I'll be proven right again. See, that's the thing here, right? Like, we, we haven't seen Dak Prescott do it in the playoffs. We haven't seen Jalen Hurts do it in the playoffs. We have seen Jimmy Garoppolo's team carry him to the Super oh, Bowl. No, we no. have not oh, seen these God. other guys. So oh, I'm going to put it on Dak because I think he's the best player. <laughs> Who was his top receivers, receivers playing running back word. last year? We'll Ooh. find out eventually uh, if they even get there. Coming up was the broken season so for the Green Bay Packers caused by Aaron Rodgers' broken thumb. We will discuss Rodgers' revelation and what it means for the Packers. But before we do that, we got Sneaky Hembo. It's for Bart Scott, and it's a Thanksgiving question. The question is, who is the all-time leading passer in games played on Thanksgiving? Bart's going to mull this over and answer when we come back.
Dell Tech Fest starts now. To thank you for 40 unforgettable years, Dell Technologies is celebrating with anniversary savings on their most popular tech. For a limited time only, save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13 Plus, where you can make the everyday easier with Windows 11. Unleash more possibilities with cutting-edge systems, their most advanced features, and great prices. Plus, curate your dream setup with deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com deals, you'll have access to state-of-the-art technology to match your forward-thinking spirit and free shipping on everything. Anniversary savings await you for a limited time only at dell.com slash deals that's dell.com slash deals shopping for mother's day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute but macy's gift finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for mother's day whether you're shopping for your sister's first mother's day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement macy's gift finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both you can shop by price anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under you can also sort by category like fragrance handbags and more or gift lists like for the mom who has everything pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma find top brands like studio pro model beats headphones polaroid cameras and samsung smart tvs so what are you waiting for mother's day is may 12th it'll be here before you know it Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. We're back here at Get Up where the recent commercial break may have been just about 10 seconds too long uh, for Hembo. Bart Scott, who is the all-time leading passer in games played on Thanksgiving? I was thinking it was either a cowboy or a lion. Yeah. I thought about Scott Mitchell, Charlie Bash. Meh. Tony Romo. I'm going Matthew Stafford, baby. The correct answer is, is Matthew Stafford, who threw for 3,000 yards across 10 games on Thanksgiving. Never won, though. And Bart, I got to tell you, was locked in on those Cowboys until somebody in the studio said, hey, what about Stafford? And then he changed his mind. So, again, 10 seconds too long, that last Ain't break. Make the dream or else work. Hembo gets the win there. But you're right, team game here. Anyway, speaking of team games, let's play some fact or fiction. Damian Woody. Zach Wilson has played his last game as a New York Jet. Is that fact or is it fiction? Yeah, that's fiction. I mean, you're talking about the second overall pick in 2021. He's going to get another opportunity. You know, obviously we've talked ad nauseum about what happened after the last, you know, last game against the New England <laughs> Patriots. Just because they had draft status, he's going to get another opportunity. Rob Ninkovich. Bill Belichick will find a way into the playoffs. Fact or fiction? That's a fact. That is a fact. I I think the Patriots might put themselves in a situation to be in the playoffs just by default because other teams are losing and puts them in the seventh position. Maybe they sneak in. Um, I I think Bill Belichick's defense is going to lead this team. Bart seems to agree wholeheartedly. Bart, Aaron Rodgers will not be a Packer next season. Fact or fiction? Fact. I think A.A. Ryan has played his last days at Lambeau. I think he should do this team a great service and give them the Russell Wilson package. 
the foundation in which this thing is built on. Could you imagine? This is like a Herschel Walker type of move if they're able to do that. You talk about multiple first players as well. Aaron Rodgers, help a brother out. We will see what happens with Rodgers. But uh, yesterday what happened with Rodgers is he talked to the media there in Green Bay and revealed that he's been dealing with a broken thumb on his throwing hand since October 9th when they lost to the Giants in London. So obviously the next question was, why are you just bringing this up now? And here's what Aaron had to say. It didn't make a difference. It doesn't? It doesn't make a difference me playing, you know. It doesn't make a difference. You right. saw the tape on my thumb, didn't make a difference. It's about the same every week. It didn't really get any better. Uh, it didn't get significantly worse. You know, just dealing with the uh, occasional uh, kind of dull pain and, and uh, working through it. This uh, elicited a heavy sigh from the gentleman to my left. Bart, does this change the way you feel about this Packers team? Not at all. I mean, because this team just wasn't good enough from a talent perspective. They let go of Devontae Adams and thought that they can trust Sammy Watkins, who spent more time on the injury list than an episode of MASH, man. So I'm not worried about that. I think that you have to decide to evaluate Jordan Love. And in this Packers organization is at a crossroad. So I don't think that they've managed the exit of Aaron Rodgers. It's always hard to move on from a great player. And I don't think they've navigated it the, the right way. We watched um, the Pittsburgh Steelers kind of fumble it as well. It's better to get rid of them a year too early than a year too late. Yeah, so this is interesting because we've been talking on the show about, like, should they sit Rodgers down and get a look at Jordan Love in case Rodgers isn't coming back next year so they know what they have. D. Wood, now I'm thinking, I, I've been wondering, like, how do you have that conversation with Aaron Rodgers? If he's hurt, maybe that's the answer. What do you think? Well, this is the perfect this is the perfect segue, right? You know, he's the one that revealed he had a broken thumb. And the fact that the Green Bay Packers basically on the precipice of missing the playoffs, this gives them the perfect opportunity to see what Jordan Love can do. I mean, this man has been this man was a first round pick of the Green Bay Packers. He hasn't even sniffed the field. At some point, you gotta evaluate to see if this guy's gonna be the future of your franchise. We're already coming up on the, 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 the fifth-year option yeah. with Jordan Love. So, again, the Green Bay Packers are in a situation where they're probably not going to make the playoffs. So, throw the young man out there, see what he see, you know, try to get a, a true evaluation on him. Ninko, uh, there's about 60 million reasons why Aaron Rodgers might want to come back next year and play for the Green Bay Packers. What do you think happens with him the rest of the year and, and more importantly, next year in Green Bay? Well, I think he comes back to Green Bay. He's got, he's got the power. He's in the driver's seat. Usually the player doesn't have um, that privilege of being in the driver's seat. They're always um, subject to the, the team or the organization, the direction that they want to go. But when you have that guaranteed dollar amount, fully guaranteed, with that amount of money, you can pretty much say, okay, this is what I'm feeling. This is what I want to do. And the team's going to have to do it. So I don't see him retiring. I could probably see 60 million reasons why he wouldn't re want to retire because <laughs> that's right in front of him. I don't see them trading him or moving him. He's going to be back, and we'll see if, if, if they could do something. But, I, I mean, really, I, I see more of Rodgers having control in the situation versus him not. I think that was a lot of the point of what he did last year in terms of the contract. So you, you think they should trade him. Yeah. Nico, you think he'll be back. D. Wood, what do you think happens with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers next year? Yeah, I tend to lean towards what Nico talked about, that he'll be back. I mean, because the way the contract is set up, Aaron Rodgers has, has, the, has the leverage in this situation. So I tend to lean that way.
no trade clause. If he doesn't have no trade clause, then he can't control his power. Now, will the Packers be willing to eat some of that money That's to thing. get rid of him? You know, you. So I think you have to because you have to move on. This team isn't going anywhere this year. I don't think they go anywhere next year. So I think you have to make that transition. It's always tough. One of the, one thing is sure. What this is a situation we will talk about some more as the uh, coming weeks and months unfold. Meanwhile, now I want to go to Kansas City, where the Chiefs are eight and two. Patrick Mahomes leads the league in passing yards and touchdown passes, and thus has emerged as the favorite to win his second MVP award. Perhaps the most valuable non-quarterback in the NFL, Dallas's Micah Parsons, took to Twitter to investigate. He. He asks our own quarterback, Dan Orlovsky, why is the MVP award quarterback-based? And Dan O responded by selling out his people. Uh, by, because it's a flawed award that we give away, we've become very QB-obsessed because of all the talent and young talent at the position. To the defense, they touch the ball every play, so impact is naturally attached to you'll win one in your career at least. Uh, I don't know, that syn syntactically, we'll leave, we'll leave that alone. But it's a tweet, so you can't get too hard on Dan uh, for that. Look, Mahomes, clear favorite for MVP. I mean, obviously, he's clear favorite for MVP. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, at this point, it might not even be close. But there's almost half a season left. So, Nico, who do you think has the best chance to give Mahomes a run for this award right now? Well, what about his ex-teammate and Tyreek Hill and the things that he's doing down in Miami? The, the guy is special. And for an MVP, you have to literally change a game. And that's what Tyreek Hill is able to do. He's got 1,100 yards on the season. If Tua continues to pump him the ball and Mike McDaniels continues to design plays where Tyreek can be Tyreek and he can take advantage of defenses and he can give people the peace sign while he's scoring touchdowns, <laughs> he could be the MVP now. Bart, you obviously the graphic has taken a lot of the mystery out of this. Yeah. You agree? Yeah, that's why we vibe so much, Nico. You know what I'm saying? Linebackers think think alike. <laughs> and you talk about you know you know Tyreek Hill's impact in the winning. And listen, Miami is a live dog to win that division. And if they win that division, you have to give a lot of credit to the impact and the culture in which you know Tyreek Hill is responsible for changing. And if he gets close to Calvin Johnson's 2,000 yards receiving, that's rarefied air. If he gets 2,000 yards, and I know it's an extra game, you know, you know now than when uh, Calvin Johnson played, but 2,000 yards is 2,000 yards, and you have to be able to consider giving that award to him. The last none quarterback to win it was Adrian Peterson. If he gets 2,000 yards receiving, when it's dependent on the quarterback getting you the ball you got to give it to the cheetah. Yeah, no receiver has won it. D-Wood, you got a different dolphin in mind. Yeah, I got Tua. I, I, I point to Tua because I look at what Tua went through last year as far as the benchings and, 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 and all, you know, the questions that were surrounding him coming into this season. I think, you know, listen, it takes nothing away from Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill has been, been masterful this year, but I just think the way Tua has played this year, the confidence in which he has played, Hell, the numbers he's putting up, he's put up some of the best numbers of any quarterback in the National Football League. And so for me, I, go, I would go with Tua, especially if he continues to play this way down the stretch. All right, I'm going to go with a non-Dolphin. Uh, I was on the sideline in Indianapolis on Sunday and watched Jalen Hurts just put the Eagles on his back on the final drive when they needed a touchdown to the point where he was, was scored the touchdown himself running. I mean, 
They are 9-1. and one. They have the best record in the league. He is their starting quarterback. He has been sensational this year uh, in all aspects of the game, and I, I think he's, he's a strong cat. Again, look, it's Mahomes' award to win right now, but to me, I think uh, to overlook what Hurts has done in Philadelphia would be a mistake. I think he's a, as good a candidate as any. What do you think? One of the easiest schedules. Let's not, let's not oh, underestimate how goodness. easy. They, it's homecoming damn near every week in that, in that conference when you consider the, uh, the, the level of degree of difficulty <laughs> of the opponents that they facing, man. Come on, they ain't paying nobody. There's a lot of goalpost moving going on on this show this morning. Ninko, what do you think about my Jalen Hurts pick? <laughs> Look, you gotta you, you you gotta give respect to Jalen Hurts and what he's been able to do. I I said this week with him putting the team on his back, fourth and two, red zones, <laughs> calling his number with the draw. Of course, the only problem is we are stat oriented. Like we all look at stats and numbers, and I don't know if he'll have the numbers at the end of the year. It was right? 17 points. <laughs> it was about? enough points. It, it was, look at it. Jimmy it, Garoppolo wins it was, games in the playoffs. It was a Saturdays on Sunday. Points. Come on, man. D. Wood, I know you got two of so I guess, yeah, but, but, but what do you think about Hurts' <laughs> chances? Yeah, yeah, I'm going with two of Just make, yeah, long, just make it real it right short. I, I'm, I'm two of <laughs> All right. Here's a guy that has not been mentioned here but could by the end of the season, and that is uh, uh, Dak Prescott. Should he have been in our MVP discussion? Is he the most underappreciated quarterback in football? We will talk all things Dak when we come back. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Call the non-believers. How did that Call the non-believers. I can't wait. I can't wait till the day I make it. I can't wait. We're a good football team. They can't stop a nosebleed. Congratulations. See you at Pittsburgh. Can't wait. It's always good, but Rex running, I think, is just a really underrated part of that whole. He tore his meniscus. He, had he, did. <laughs> he did. I remember that. Right. <laughs> Too excited. So he couldn't wait uh, to get there and celebrate. We're going to talk about what Bart Scott can't wait for today on Thanksgiving football. Start with that Bills Lions game. Yeah, I already prepped my dad yesterday, man. I said, start taking your Pepto Bismol and your um, Imodium and all that stuff because. Yeah, it's going to be interjection and acid reflux. I want to see how many times the Lions get knocked down and get back up. Ultimately, I know they're going to lose because that's what they do. It's a family tradition in my family, and my dad's going to be slithered up before 12 o'clock. All right, well, at least that's something he has going for him today, even if the Lions lose. The nightcap is Patriots-Vikings. What can you not wait to see oh, in that one? Oh, you hit the nail on the head right there, the nightcap. And I want to see if Kirk Cousins is truly solar-powered. Can he win a primetime game without the sun out? I think he goes back and he walks up to Bill Belichick.
Belichick and he says, give me my chain back. I know Michael Parsons gave it to you. I think Minnesota bounces back. I can't wait to see it. Should be a good one. How about the team that beat Minnesota, the Cowboys, taking on the Giants? I tell you what, I believe a star is born, and I think the people are starting to really understand that, listen, Tony Pollard may be the second coming of Alvin Kamara. All the things that he can do, he's a dual threat. He is is running back number one in Dallas, and if he's able to continue to play at this level, I might, I might consider Cowboys a threat in the playoffs. I can't wait to see it. Well, I tell you what. Star's born. Bradley Cooper, Jr., I'll tell you, tell you what, Dak Prescott can't wait to face the Giants because after losing his first two starts against the Giants as a rookie, he has won nine in a row against them. With a win today, he would join Roger Staubach and Billy Kilmer as the only quarterbacks to beat the Giants in ten straight games since starts were first tracked in 1950. So, we know he has the Giants number, but uh, we talk about Dak Prescott a lot on this show. Uh, and we want to know, is he, is he underrated? Like, like, we talk about him a lot, but there's a lot of strong opinions. Yep. Dallas has the number one offense in the NFL since the start of last season when Dak Prescott is their starting quarterback. So that, that is a season and a half of, of Dak Prescott's stars. They have the number one offense. Is he underrated? Or do we not give him enough credit? I think he's properly rated, in my opinion. And I think until we see Dak Prescott, because another number out there that people don't really talk about and that's the number about you know, his record against quarterbacks that are what we consider um, franchise quarterbacks. I think it's something like one in eight against those type of quarterbacks. And listen, until we're accustomed to seeing the Dallas Cowboys have good regular seasons. We want to see if he can take the act on the, on the road and can he take the act into the postseason as he only has one playoff win. So until he does that, he won't be elevated, in my opinion, to one of the upper echelons because he has to be the quarterback that we deem is a good quarterback in return. What do you think, D. Wood? you agree? Yeah, I do agree with some of what Bart is talking about. I think he's probably, you know, we got him at the right spot. I don't think he's a guy that can put a whole franchise on his back. I think he's a guy that's play, that's playing very well within the system that the Dallas, Dallas Cowboys have, a, you know, have going for him. But ultimately, listen, it comes down to the postseason. That's what we talk about when we talk about all the great quarterbacks. What you do in the postseason. And for Dak Prescott, that's what we're waiting to see. We're waiting to see. Can he elevate his status in the postseason? Go win games in the postseason, ultimately get the Dallas Cowboys to the Super Bowl. Because until that happens, I think we'll, we'll keep Dak Prescott in that, that kind of second-tier level uh, of quarterbacks. I mean, I don't know. Like, he won a playoff game against Russell Wilson back when Russell Wilson was good, right? He went toe-to-toe with Aaron Rodgers his rookie year. Rodgers beat him with a ludicrous sideline throw. I mean, he got outplayed by Aaron Rodgers. Is there any shame in that? Ninko, what do you think about Dak? Well, I, you know, I think he's been injured a couple times that it probably affected his progression here. You know, with the ankle, then he came back, and then he had the hand injury this season, which probably slowed him down. That's something that you have to take into consideration. Last week, he played lights out. I think he's kind of where he's at because of those injuries and because of the inconsistency. If he can continue to grow and be consistent and then win a couple playoff games, I think we would – Probably put him higher up on the list, but the time will tell if Bart will put him in the top 10. I know his brother, uh, Dak's brother, is going to be upset with Bart because he's out of the top 10. 
Look, yeah, again, so, this is the list right here on this piece yeah. of paper. All the offenses that have scored more uh, points than the Cowboys have with Dak uh, as their starter. This is it. That's the whole I list. Don't care about it's a that. blank piece of paper over the last year and a half. Number one offense, number one defense. If you get bounced in the playoffs, that's a you problem because you had everything you needed to, to be a champion in this league. And if you can't do that, that's on him. Unless you are Jimmy Garoppolo, apparently. Unless you're Jimmy Garoppolo, in which case that is okay. <laughs> we got the game pick. So we're going to pick the games for today. Thank you. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not letting it go. We're going to pick the games today. First, we're going to start with Cowboys-Giants. Everybody pick the Cowboys. D. Wood, real quick, why do you like the Cowboys in this game? Yeah, listen, I, I just think the Cowboys – First of all, the Giants got a lot of injuries that they're dealing with. But I think if we get this ver- this version of the Dallas Cowboys that played against the Minnesota Vikings, they're the best team in the NFC. And I think the Dallas Cowboys will uh, will continue the, their, their game plan that they had against the Minnesota Vikings. They should win this game. We will see. Obviously, a big opportunity to show the world that they are for real. Bills-Lions, let's put that one up and see if we got any disagreement on that. We do not. Everyone's taking the Bills. Bart, why, why are we taking the Bills? Because the Lions can't fight, the defense can't fight their way out of a wet paper bag. I mean, you talk about, you know, the Buffalo Bills, their offense, I think they're motivated. And they're just a better team. The Lions are early in their process. I think they got a lot to do and address in the offseason. James and Williams is coming back. They're going to be excited on the offensive side of the ball. But when you talk about winning in November, December, it's about being able to stop people and pack a run game, and they just aren't capable of doing that. But they're in the right direction. They are. They've won three games in a row. I'm sure the Bills are not taking them lightly. All right, there's one more game. Surely we don't all agree on Patriots-Vikings. Let's put those up and see. Anybody. anybody. Thank you, Rob Ninkovich. Beautiful. You get, <laughs> he you, just wants his key code to still work at the building. That's the all gentleman that's from Foxborough <laughs> has the floor. No. Hey, why, that don't why work. taking a pass? The next day it doesn't work. <laughs> no, I, I think the Patriots, if, if the Patriots stick to their game plan like they did last week, stop the run, this game is going to come down to first down. Who can win on first down? If, if, if the Patriots can run the football with success, it helps them score early. If you score early, then you can pin your ears back on defense. Matt Judon leads the NFL in sacks. That favors the Patriots. Darius Smith right behind him. So, I mean, mac and cheese ain't necessarily been knocking our socks off with his play either. We will find out if we can uh, avoid the tryptophan coma and stay up and watch Patriots-Vikings tonight. After we're done here, first take is coming up next. Well, they'll discuss who needs to win more today. The Cowboys are the Giants. They will ask whether the Bills are on upset alert. In Detroit, it is first take with Molly, Stephen A., and Chris Russo after we wrap up at the top of the hour. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! Splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. It is college football rivalry weekend. Friday night, Florida takes on number 16, Florida State. Saturday night, number six, USC hosts number 15, Notre Dame. Both those games begin at 7.30 Eastern on ABC and on the ESPN app. It is, of course, Thanksgiving Day. And I wanted to finish up with each of our analysts' favorite Thanksgiving Day football moments. Damian Woody, you start. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to go with Randy Moss. How about Randy Moss? Oh. Three catches, three touchdowns against the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, you talk about it, putting someone, putting yourself on the map on Thanksgiving Day for Randy Moss. Boy, he, boy, did he show out in that game. Dominant performance. Bart Scott, how about yours? For me, it's everything Barry Sanders. I'm talking about growing up in Detroit. It was a treat. It was a blessing. I'm happy I was on this earth to watch this graceful athlete, a god amongst men, Barry Sanders, my favorite football player of all time. Look at this. This is R2L2 at his finest. Listen, everybody, this is not a video game. This is real life right here. This ain't in the metaverse. This is Barryverse. Unbelievable. Ninko, your favorite Thanksgiving Day football memory. Uh, you know what? How about the butt fumble? But on top of that, what about oh, that the turkey really, leg? Really the tradition hurt, of Nico. Words hurt, Nico. About eating. How about tradition of eating the turkey leg? I was always really envious of those guys, but then I really wasn't because is the turkey been sitting out three hours, not warm? Is that okay to eat the turkey leg if you don't have it in the proper temperatures? I think that's a big question mark. I'd love to find out. Unfortunately for myself, I was never invited to have a bite of the turkey leg. I always yeah. wanted to do it, but it's a Thanksgiving tradition, <laughs> and we will watch someone eat the turkey leg tonight. In that video, it did Hopefully not look like get uh, sick. it didn't look like Vince Wilfork was as concerned as you were uh, about uh, was the turkey sitting out. So he, he was enjoying that. Hey, meanwhile, hey, before we go, call uh, meanwhile hey, on if, planet Earth, yeah, sorry, they have, hey, we'll listen, to Nico, instead, it's good. If they have some distress, you know, just call call up Bart. His dad will get him some Imodium or some Tums because, you know, he's been watching the Lions for the last, you know, they, however they, many they years be, get beat on Thanksgiving. They might be out of time <laughs> by that point. Meanwhile, on planet Earth, we discussed this earlier, but I, I got to bring it back. Uh, it's Brandon Staley, the Chargers coach, apparently not a big turkey guy. Our Lindsay Theory tweeting that Staley's favorite Thanksgiving dish is breaded cauliflower and green bean casserole. Gentlemen. Can't trust a man like that. <laughs> At all. Is there not? not I need like, Thanksgiving is about lard and trans fat. Lard. High cholesterol. Yeah. And type 2 diabetes. That's what Thanksgiving is all about. D. Wood, any cauliflower green bean casserole <laughs> going on there today? Or do you stay away from Man, how, how in the hell you get the itis, get the itis off something like that? That's, That's whack. Tough. It's tough. It's going to be tough to sell that in the locker room, I think. Uh, easier to justify the fourth down call. Like hey, like listen, thanks for joining us here on Get Up. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Hope you get to spend it with people you love. We'll be back tomorrow.